With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Black. Free. Think. Earth. Black. Welcome to the break, me, we may keep the place, speak these words, whether you in the burbs or in the hood, on the street, curb or corner, crossing all the borders in your middle state, elevate your thinking to fall in line like the inner state, we've been to take you on the journey like the Zelda game, painting perfect pictures without the cellophane, cellophane with those same with destruction, and we're here with ideas for construction, critique from critics with cynics with the lyrics, abolish demons and spirits, making that work like Linux, pivot your position, listen when we drop wisdom with the guys. Man, a big I'm rising up for this whack business We crack with that lack structure I'm back in this Leaving half to get track structured Black free thinker Free flowing mentality You wanna see thinking Rewrote to reality What is morality? Are we thoughtless and scared to wander? I'm about to read A bone godless Americana With my doubt for these Apologetics to false prophetics Filling empty holes With god aesthetics It's all connected It's 310-982 And 42-73 to get through So turn down your speakers Or a feedback We'll disrupt the show and interrupt you. Ah, yes, you hear that. Filling empty holes with God aesthetics. (laughs) All right, gang. You you know what time it is. MC Brooks, this is Father Teresa, and I am withholding all blessings until the second hour. Because I don't know if you sexy little sinners deserve them yet. And I'm not in the chat room yet right now, but keep uh, populating the chat room. My PC might freeze because of all that damn flash. And uh, now, now you've, you've heard me hosting before, and you know what I'm going to say. Check the archives. Uh, the past uh, few shows, Trayvon Martin, uh, justice uh, served or denied? Well, he was found guilty. Eh? Uh, is society going forward or backward? Uh, check the RSS feed. That's Reason, Science, and Skepticism. What is ratchet? Uh, Alfred and Carroll, uh, common theist arguments and logical fallacies. On blast with Vitor Starr, current state of hip-hop. Then the Uncle Tom, Uncle Ruckus, Coon, Tar, woo, Tar Baby, and Christian show. I think it was uh, Kim, Rainer, Fonzer, uh, Car. Yeah, that was the title. It's hardcore, man. Uh, but uh, the big, the big funny got on. Carl was on there. Fonzer, uh, Kim, and Rainer. And uh, then uh, rape culture. It impacts all of us. Was on there. Uh, that, that was another episode, and uh, M and Evil, that's Emmerline and Mario the Ultra Evil, uh, Omniscient, Omnipotent, and Omnipresent, the Paradox. I just find him impotent. And, uh, and all that happened since the last breakbeat. All of those shows happened just within the last breakbeat episode. You, I, I just checked in iTunes. There's 163 episodes of Black Freethinkers. So whatever you're doing... You can be checking out something in the archives. There's never exactly. a time to not be doing that. Yes. Throw it on while you play Madden. Throw it on while you play Madden. While you read a book. 
you know, going home from work while you're working out on your way to your hot date. Oh, you could even play it for your date. She might be impressed. He or she might be impressed. We'll, we'll see. Right. But, even even if the date's not hot. Hell, if 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 it's just just casual, if it's just regular, if it's fucking brunch, and you know it's gonna be boring, you don't even want to go, but you got black free thinkers. Yes. And yes, you can just yes, do that yes, thing you where you, you where you put one headphone in your ear and just pretend that's your earbud for your phone. People don't even know you're listening to a show while they're having their dorky ass conversation. Thank you, these new scones, and you're listening to black free thinkers. You don't even give a shit. Now, uh, well, hopefully, well, I mean, I mean. I mean, just speaking from experience, uh, I'm pretty sure that's like that's how you don't get a date. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you definitely don't want to be just ignoring him or her and whatnot. That's that's a whole show for a whole other day. Tonight, we've got we've got a pretty uh, fascinating topic. We're going to be discussing elitism in the intellectual community, which you know is somewhat kind of vague. You know. But luckily, me and Father Teresa here have uh, put together a nice little segment of stuff to to discuss and things that we'd like to mention and and, and whatnot about this subject. So we're definitely gonna gonna get into that in the second hour of the show. However, you know, if you've been listening, and we sure hope you have, you already know how we do. You already know how we how we do at this point. First hour is strict dedication to announcements. We have a cross-phase segment where we're going to discuss stuff that that goes, you know, that's been going on over the last two weeks. Then um, we have the overflow, you know, since I MC and he MCs together, we both MC and we're dope as hell. We're going to spit a couple, you know, spit a couple verses for you guys, you know, to kind of lighten the mood before we, we jump into whatever our main topic for the night is. Um, but before we even, before we get into any any of that, um, I know this Friday, you know, William already told you, excuse me, Father Teresa already told you to check the archives. This Friday, Mario and Emmeline will be hosting their show, uh, which is going to uh, be a, a, a variety of hot topics. So definitely make sure you you call and check in. Excuse me, you call in or just join the chat and converse with them, and it'll definitely be a really fun, really, really fun show, especially if you have nothing better to do on Friday nights. Or even if you do have something better to do, you should probably still check in anyway. Um, that being said, uh, let's see, I did, uh, hopefully I don't fumble my words with this, uh, you know, our uh, our founder here, Kim, just got back from L.A. a few days ago. Uh, just got back from L.A., um, where she was there for a black for a scholarship presentation by the Black Skeptics in, of L.A. Uh, uh, I wanted to say that's what they're called. Um, you know, their first ceremony. I, I guess it was their first ceremony. They just had it um, last weekend where I believe five scholarships were given out. Um, I believe it I believe it was five. All in all, um for next for next poly oh, okay. I'll, I'll make sure I mention that. Um for uh next year, like I said I'm kinda of doing this on the whim. For next year we're gonna um 
they, they're hoping that to, to present more scholarships. And in order to do that, we definitely need the help of you, the listener, as well as anyone else that you may know who'd be willing to contribute. So if you're willing, if you're willing to contribute something to um, the, the scholarship program, you can send a donation to blackskeptics at gmail.com. That's B-L-A-C-K-S-K-E-P-T-I-C-S at gmail.com. Um, and they're hoping to expand for next year so that so that they can have they can be they can give out scholarships in other cities as well. You know, you know, here Black Free Thinkers, you know, we're all about giving back to the community. It's not it's not all about us sitting here and discussing things that can be done. But it's about going out and doing things that can improve our community. And, and showcase the fact that you don't need God and religion to, in order to do that. Um, Kim, is that is that the show for Sunday, the polyamory? Um, I'm not sure if that's the show. I actually didn't check that. For Friday, oh, Friday. Okay, so Friday the show is actually going to be on polyamory. I, I I apologize for that. Polyamory this Friday with uh, Em and Evil, aka Mario and Emily. So make sure you you check that out. It'll be a, it'll be a a great show, and it's definitely a subject that's, that's definitely taboo for a lot of folks. Um, but before we but you know. Actually, yeah, that's about all I got to say there. Um, hey, William, did, did you want to read that monologue you had? Did you want to oh, read that now? Or did you... <laughs> yeah, but I didn't want to introduce it like that. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't know how to really get into yeah, it. Yeah, I wanted to. You know? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna work. We're gonna work on that, making things flow smoothly. All right. Um, woo, oh, all I, right. I, how I, 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 I actually just remember. I was about to just jump into the like. Go into the crossfade, and then yeah, no, it just popped in my head, and I was like, oh well, maybe I should just uh, maybe I should yeah, just, we're gonna we're know, gonna we're gonna work on o- opening the show. Yeah, all, all right, um, yeah. So now you guys know it was a monologue. I was just gonna deliver it as if it was off the cuff, but now you know that I wrote it. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, that takes the weight out of it. Um. All right. Um, oh, jeez. Ah, man. Okay, let me try to. This, this, yeah, this happened before. I, I, I get really badly thrown off. Well, actually, um, well, yeah, let, yeah. Let, let's cut to the crossfade. Uh, into the okay. um, the current current news. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess I'm about to say I'm about to take over the mic. Uh, once more, okay. So the the big the big story over the last couple of days dominated news and and um, news and headlines everywhere all across the United States and, and even internationally has been the murder the murder trial of George Zimmerman, who on Saturday night I want to say roughly around between nine thirty and ten o'clock. The jury finished deliberating. The verdict came in, and he was he was found 
to be acquitted. He was found not guilty. Much to the dismay of many people, myself included, um, as well as Kim and Raina and a few of the other folks uh, who, who do shows here. Um, I unfortunately I didn't participate. I didn't participate in any of the dialogues that 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 were had on the other shows because I, I took a little bit of time and I wanted to to kind of let it marinate. Um, as soon as the res, as soon as the verdict came in, I kind of you know I sent out a couple tweets and I sent out a couple Facebook statuses and you know just kind of vented out because there were things that were coming to my head because I was. I was annoyed. I was upset. I was visibly upset. And rather, but rather than you know, really put you know, keep throwing that anger out into the universe, I, I sat and let it marinate on me. And as what, well, and in addition to that, I wanted to put everything I wanted to say together, and I wanted to put it together in a way where I can articulate it that gets it out of my system to where I really won't have to say anything else about the subject after this point. I mean, granted, I probably will because I'm an opinionated guy and things don't really, I don't really let things die very easily. But I wanted to, I really wanted to kind of flesh out everything I had to say on the subject, which is, Simply put, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, and 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 truthfully, I I even find it kind of hard to be disappointed because I'm not surprised because it just goes to show that no matter how far we've come or that we think we've come, that all in all, America has just been running in place. America has been running on the treadmill for 50 years under the illusion that we've actually ran miles and that we're actually farther ahead on on issues than than we would than we than we think we are than we act like we are but the fact is we're not and truthfully the defeatist in me the defeatist in me really started to started to revisit those garveyite thoughts I used to have a few years back to where being here was being here really served no purpose, and that honestly, it, it it might be better if everyone just left, if we all just packed up our shit and rolled out. Said, you know what, America, if this is how you want to roll, this is not, you know, this this is not how I get down. You can have this country. I started to go down that route, and and even at this very moment, I still kind of feel that way. I still kind of feel like, you know, it might be better to just roll out and leave. But then the other side of me started chiming in, and I started to think, I've never really been one to give up. And even though giving up may not always be a sign of weakness, in this case, I feel like I have to, I, I have to fight. I have to keep going, and truthfully, we all have to. And and that's that's probably the biggest thing I take away from this. 
you know, in the in the wake of the verdict being read, protests erupted all over the United States. Everywhere from Florida, there were thousands in New York City, there were hundreds here in DC. There there were hundreds gathered all over the country. All because they were outraged. All because they were upset that fifty years after Emmett Till America once again showed us that it's it's okay to murder young black children, especially when they haven't done anything wrong. That's 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 how the verdict read. The fact of the matter is if we're all if we're all going to really start to make a difference here, we really have to channel this anger into something constructive. Over the past couple of years, we've seen countless examples of America saying, fuck you to our children. The Genesis, they said, fuck you to them. They said, fuck you to Oscar Grant. They said, fuck you to Troy Davis. They said, fuck you to Trayvon Martin, to Rakia Boyd. And, 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 the, and the other, they said, they said, fuck you to the, the hundreds of thousands of millions of blacks children that are filling these prison cells. It's been a constant reminder. They said fuck you to all of them. So now we, if we really want to make a difference, I feel like we really have to we really have to use our collective voices and actually do something about it. We can't do like we did the Gena 6 where we rode the emotion and then the movement kind of died out. We, we can't ride the, the emotion of Troy Davis where we we were really passionate, and then all of a sudden, you know, we didn't. There there was no consensus on what we should do. We can't do that for Oscar Grant. And and granted, this doesn't apply to everyone because I know myself and plenty of others have kept these black people in our thoughts, and in our minds, and in our writings, and in our movements. We haven't forgotten. But it's up to us to to channel to channel the anger and and the emotion that others are feeling in order to to do something about this that's what that's what we really need to do there are countless protests being held all over the country this saturday i would say google search find one and go down there and protest let your voice be heard but but don't forget, the fight can't end when you leave the protest, and the fight can't end the second you finish writing this blog post, just like my fight won't end when I finish this monologue or after this show ends. This fight is continuous, and we all have to keep each other motivated, and we have to inspire each other, and we have to keep, we have to keep going. We have to keep pushing. Because while moving away may be the easier may even be the the better decision to make. That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't mean that we should while we're still here and while most of us can't, you know, just up and leave, that we shouldn't seek justice for those who are here. We can't just give up on them. That's not our responsibility. That's that's my call to arms to us. And one other note one other thing to be said is that, and, and I, I'm going to bring this up during our topic later on, 
educate each other, inform each other. It doesn't do anybody any good to tear each other down for not knowing things or for not being informed of other injustices that are going on or for focusing on one specifically. We all have our battles to fight, and we all know what we're good at. We all can't fight every injustice everywhere, but a couple of us can fight each injustice and make sure that justice can be brought. That's pretty much all I've got to say on that. we got to do something. So, that being said, I'm going to use that as a pretty good uh, transition into another um, one topic that came out today, which is um, John Spooner, 76-year-old man from Milwaukee. Uh, shot a 13-year-old, Darius Simmons, last year. This case wasn't wasn't widely publicized. It didn't get a lot of media attention. And truthfully, I didn't even learn of it until not too long ago. But that just goes to show you that we need to, we need to inform others so that stories like these can get the attention that they deserve. John Spooner was found guilty today. He was found guilty for, for shooting this 13-year-old kid who he, who he accused of, of uh, robbery, accused him of robbing his home. He confronted this 13-year-old kid uh, who was simply taking the trash out. He um, approached him with a shotgun and accused, accused him of, rob, of, of, of stealing from him and even when he said he didn't do anything, it didn't really matter. And he shot, and John Spooner shot Darius. A mother lost her son that day. And then, on top of that, when the cops arrived, they not only harassed Darius's mother, they then arrested Darius's older brother for an unrelated crime that had nothing to do with the events that had taken place. So in the wake of the Zimmerman trial, in in the wake of that, you know, being a wake-up call or maybe a reminder, I should say, we should take a, a little bit of time to enjoy the fact or to raise our heads a little bit at John Spooner found, was found guilty for a similar crime, for murdering a young a young black child. And he is going to do time. That's one positive that has definitely come out over the course of the last couple of days. Hey, uh, William, you still there? William? Father Teresa? Oh, 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 my audio went out, didn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, techno- technology. I was sitting. I, I was. I was just talking to the air for a second there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. That ought to be. Uh, that. That ought to be life there. Yeah. yeah what it said? He's seventy-six years old. Yeah, seventy-six year old. Yeah, just throw him in the clink until he breaks. Yeah, he's. Uh, he's. A, he's already an irrelevant mammal. Yeah, t- t- toss that one in the cage. It's dangerous to the other mammals out there, and uh, and also um, 
being an honor student while black, good way to get your teeth knocked out. It certainly is these days. A uh, honor student inexplicably beaten by police and awoke spitting her teeth out on the ground. Oh, these websites love to load up the flash on you. And it was uh, uh, she, yeah, a kid out there went, went out there to uh, to Denny's, uh, hanging out with some of her friends, and um, they, uh, they they see a fight. They're not in the fight. They see the fight. The police show up and just, you know, they go after the black kids and start beating up the black kids. She tries to intervene and help her friends, and she gets bashed out. Uh, and it's like, I mean, you knock out someone's teeth, that is that is some kind of cruelty there to, to bust up a person's teeth. Like, you know, like that's another person that just ought to get thrown in the clink. Like, what's it, like you're broken. You can't be in society amongst the normals because you are dangerous. Right. And yeah, you know, we give these people badges goes, and guns. That just goes. To, that just goes to show, like, when when it comes to blacks and minorities in particular, it's never innocent until guilty. It's never innocent until proven guilty. It's guilty because I said so. Especially when you have these cowards with badges, aka the cops, out out here basically profiling and criminalizing innocent black folks just for being there. Well, it's not. Um, it, it's crazy. not guilty or innocent. Don't 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 fall for the word game. It's not guilty or innocent. It it is white supremacy, is what it is. And you, as a person of African descent, are an inferior mammal. And sometimes they have to pull the paddy rollers out on you. You know, the paddy rollers, or you might call them, uh, in old days you would say slave patrol. And they're there to stop particularly black males because most most black females were busy nursing or, or working. But like black males that tried to escape or males that, um, that, that may have been freed but didn't have their freedom papers, then they had to get stopped and checked. And, and, and that's, what, that, that's what's happening. And that's what happened with uh with uh with Baby Skittles, little homie Trey Trey got caught out there with OG Killer Zimmerman. He he didn't have his papers when the patty roller showed up, and you know the way he called him a creepy ass cracker. Well, you know he was the one cracking the whip on this uh this social plantation. So yeah, he actually was a cr- a cracker that was creeping around. And then uh, what? Yes, and then you also have um, good old Wells Fargo there. You 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 gotta love how the banks do things. They say no to a kidney transplant because um, his checks were too old. So they so they shut down. So uh, a a person is going to die at uh, forty nine years old because he has money. But Wells Fargo says we don't like your money. Your money is uh, look at the ink is fading. <laughs> Fuck that money. $11,800 that this guy had in a safe deposit box when he retired like like he he was ready to chill and uh and and Wells Fargo said fuck your checks and it's like that money existed so that money somewhere so I guess that just went to somebody's yacht maintenance budget and then uh, of course you get um over in uh, in England, I believe being transgendered is now called pretending to be a boy. Therefore, it was a lesbian relationship. So a teenager is in jail right now because of that. Now, I think she was uh, she was going by the name of Scott, 
and uh and and she was uh 17 years old and and uh she was with somebody who was 16 years old they're a couple of teenagers and you know they're getting it on doing what the teenagers do and bam in jail for that because you're not transgendered you're pretending to be a boy that is our species right now in the news. And what was that other one? Oh, uh, Texas State Representative uh, Jody Laudenberg. Uh, she authored the uh, the anti-abortion bill, right? And then she argued that they, there shouldn't be prenatal care because they aren't born yet. Cognitive dissonance. You need it sometimes. Yep. Yeah, you you saw that one. Uh, I actually I didn't see that one. What, what exactly? What exactly? Oh wait, the um, the transgender, right? Nah, the with one the, with the, the um with the, with the lady that said uh because she wants to save the fetus, but she's against prenatal care because they aren't born yet. So it's like it we're we're seeing it as a baby because we don't want you to have an abortion. But when you need when you need health care for it, that's not a baby, that's a zygote. What are you nuts? Like you got you gotta love these people. That's why it come, come comes down to um what I think um one of those kids on the Young Turks said, deep down all they really want to do is punish women for enjoying sex and not having one of Jesus' babies for it. And then that's you have your uh, your t- Yeah. That's yeah that's what it. It comes down. They just don't like the fact that you are enjoying sex and not getting pregnant from it and staying in that kitchen while the big, strong man goes to work and takes care of the family. Because that's supposed to be men's punishment, right, in Genesis. Like, your punishment is to go hang out with other guys doing productive stuff. That That's not a punishment. That's patriarchy. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, who, yeah, don't, don't try to bullshit a smart guy. And you have the uh, the tea partier, the woman ab- that says uh, uh, that says if you abort a rapist baby, you should serve the same amount of time as the rapist. It says um, here's a disturbing moment of Tea Party insanity, thanks to the horribly uninformed and hyperbolic news director of the Tea Party News Network, Scotty Hughes. Hughes commits one logical fallacy after another while lying through her tea-stained teeth about abortions in America and the women who have them. She thinks a fertilized egg is a baby and life begins at conception. And at the 518 mark of the video that we're not going to play because this is a podcast and we can't play a video, it gets real nasty when John Fugel saying, ask the deranged tea party, uh, let's say Roe v. Wade is overturned and abortion becomes illegal. If a woman is raped and she goes to a doctor and the doctor terminates the pregnancy, Please tell me who deserves the longest jail sentence, the rapist, the doctor, or the woman, in order. And the Tea Party person answered, across the board, equal. All three of them should get the same amount of time. Yeah, That's you, crazy. You gotta, that, it, it's, it's a different type of apathy. Now what? No, it's not a different type of apathy. It's the same thing that we've, we've seen going on with this species. It's, there's always there's that irony when it's um when, when it's a woman saying this, and it's like really, like as a yeah, male, I, 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 I what up? I was gonna say all it is is, is is all it is is another example that you don't have to be a man to 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 
openly embrace patriarchy or patriarchal thoughts. You don't have to be a you don't have to be a man for that for that to be the case. You can be a woman, as is the case here, because clearly, clearly when you have women attempting to police women's bodies, you have a problem. No one should be policing anyone else's body. Everyone should be able to do whatever they want with their body. But it, yeah, you know, it, it also autonomy. To, it also speaks. Yeah, it also speaks to you know that one of the elephants in the room, sex, something that a lot of that old America just can't talk about, doesn't think is worth bringing up. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they're just they're, so they're, they're weirdo. Yeah, I mean, until we can have open and honest conversations about sex, as well as excuse me, um, sex as as well as you know racism and sexism and you know a myriad of other subjects. If we can't talk honestly about those, these are problems that are going to continue to persist. You know. Yeah, and, of, you and, know, and, and but then again, they always. A lot of these folks always have their eye on the wrong ball, you know. Instead of instead of being worried about, you know, making sure that children are having safe sex so that they don't ha- they don't get pregnant or STDs or anything, you're just completely focused on the method that doesn't work. Don't have sex. If you have sex, you have to have the baby. Yeah, like, punishment. Because because right. you ate that fucking apple, because you let that goddamn snake talk you into that fucking apple. Now it's your fault. You have that baby, Missy. You have it. Spit that unit out now, because we need more labor. And you know you know what 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 ought to be said. I should say these words. These words should be said. You know, just to the fellas, fellas, listen. You know what, women, women, you can listen up to. Everybody, all right. Uh, now, from what I understand, from little dudes on up to now, we were taught that you call girls pretty, and they smile and say thank you, and you've made their day, haven't you? Now, you've done a great thing for her by calling her pretty, didn't you? Or as uh, comedian Chris Rock said his father taught him, you tell your mother how nice she's keeping the house or how good dinner is because women need food, water, and compliments, quoting Chris Rock. And yeah, because, you know, that's what the women folk do, and that's what they value, right? Ah, but I, And I'm not here to call cow feces. I'm going to declare bull shenanigans. And it's even more nauseating when we are in adulthood and you actually do find a woman intellectually impressive or highly competent or dare I even say elite at her job or career or just socially uh, to verbally reward her with, um, hey, that makes me find you attractive. That makes me want to date you or even marry you. Well, I'm a... making the logical assumption that the typical male delivering these wonderful compliments isn't a eunuch, asexual, or celibate. And we know that romantic companionships usually involve sex. And maybe I'm simplifying, and I'm not. But what you, the great man, what you're actually saying is, uh, hey there, toots, you know you talk so good that you deserve my fantastic penis over here. And then uh, don't you feel special there, little lady, all that studying, earning degrees, establishing yourself, it finally paid off. You get to have my crotch. Now, frankly, 
I have little to no hope for the human species, particularly aging adults. But if there's a young feller out there listening, and if you have a female classmate or coworker, or, uh, and and she's particularly impressive, compliment her on that and let that be that. And if you really do find her attractive, well, that could be your gosh darned icebreaker to have further conversation. Me, she might go with you for a uh, for a cup of coffee. Because uh, maybe like the other dude, you didn't just intellectually wave your penis at her because that's what she earned for doing a good job for you. Now here with MC Brooks, that is MC Brooks, Master of Ceremonies. He moves the crowd. He's a microphone controller. I even heard he makes contact. And the MC does rap, gets into that verbal conversation. So the MC is a rapper. And the MC has a new verse, doesn't he? I think he does. And uh, before we go into that, uh, just to remind you, if you're listening on your PC or your smartphone, you can do that. Blog Talk Radio does work on your smartphone. You can also dial up and turn down your Martha Fracking speakers for 310-982 and 4273 to get through. Went through the crossfade. Let's go ahead and dip into the overflow MC Brooks, please bless these people. Show them how it's supposed to be done. All righty. Well, this is a this is a verse I just I just wrote um, actually a couple of days ago when I was in that weird space, kind of taking in everything that happened from the Zimmerman trial, as well as a couple other news stories. Like uh, I got inspired. And um, I wrote something that's it's going to be part of a larger completed project. But here goes. Here goes. <clears throat> the world is a scary place. I got a scary face with no pair of aces to balance the debt. I'm college educated with knowledge of the problems we're facing. The nation with the damage it kept. In a cycle where they tell us that we're our biggest rivals, but also that we're tribal and their customs are bad. Until they're stripped naked and then appropriated and made into a spectacle, our customs are fad. I'm a threat to my community since there ain't no unity. Violent by nature, we bond over the eulogy. Ain't no future for you and me. That's why I'm boxed in together with my government cheese and GMO tox. Awesome. The life I'm blessed with, a dead end, jaguar nature like leftwich. In the jungle where I roam and rumble, the world around us crumbled and we're surfing through the wreckage, see? I'm also a threat to society. It's okay for them to lie to me about equality, poverty, non-existent. Just the middle class, the wage middle past, the discriminative policy. Divide and conquer. Willie Lynch's wet dream, the lettuce fake, but it soaked the mattress on the bed springs. Careful not to let the bed bugs bite. A swig of red drum should normalize the dead thing. Unless you're used to them, that's my daily life. Every day and night, kill for wrong, slay for right. But that's my nature. I guess that's why I'm here among my peers. Hell, they cheer at the way we fight. Coliseum, let the lions eat us. But we're the lions feeding on an interracial Jesus. It's in our nature. Got to find my papers. Human. Got to apply to be one. Hmm, I wonder if cats no- noticed at the beginning there 
where there was a a, a one-syllable rhyme, but then an inside three-syllable rhyme that carried over into the fifth bar and transitioned going into the eighth bar, eighth bar. You guys don't know, this shit is not easy. Like, when MCs sit down and write a rhyme, we're really writing some dope shit. Now you're like, you know, you constantly hear cats that make zero contribution to hip-hop that just start speaking up. And it's like, yes, you are free to have your opinion, but it is probably uninformed and it's very stupid. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, um, yeah, pay, pay attention to those little things that the MC does. Like, for me, I was tinkering, um... Because, you know, I have that uh, that closing theme with the uh, black free thinkers where we walk by sight with the right flashlight. And it's like, you know, that that's like earlier this year. Like shows have changed. Like on that one I mentioned the barber shop. And it's like, well, now there's the breakbeat. So it's like i got to update that. So I'll keep it G-Funk and work on it. Yo, black free thinkers, the second half of the year. I threw a prayer in the air. The blessing hasn't been cleared. I haven't slacked on the mic. I kept the flow on smash. There's a star in Vita, so put the show on blast. We don't recruit. We're not peers from a church, so don't be spooked. We're not here to convert. The only truth, it's not pulled from a text. Show me proof that's not good after death. It's fourth wave feminism, but hold your questions. We got Rainer on the roads, and she knows the lessons. I use my male privilege to reap Keep the knowledge full, bodily autonomy with no exceptions. A son and a daughter, they got on the team. The boy wants to be a captain when he walks on the scene. Yeah, he's a leader, it probably seems. But if the girl's in charge, she's bossy and mean. Now this is the challenge to think for yourself and break it out of the bottle and speak what you felt. It's 310-982 and 4273 to get through. A venue for community and this is the zone. If you'd like to speak with Kim, then pick up the phone. It's three. 310982 and 4273 to get through. My gay and lesbian folk caught a nice result. But what about my father mucking right to vote? I might raise about my cozy little fucking nest and raise awareness in the hood where they might invoke. Hold up, who are they? Would you like to know? Confederate electorates, I think your life's a joke. The gerrymandering your district with the quickness to politically slice your throat, so step up despite the tropes. And I'm still fleshing that out. So, like, what you get to be, like, right there, you get to be a fly on the wall as an MC is, like, developing something. Like, you see, like, those last bars, like, I'm going to cut syllables here and add syllables there and sort of work on it. Well, where should I go next, Brooks? I'm going to do one more verse. Should I go Should I go filthy or should I, should I keep it clean a little bit? Hey, go for broke. That's how we do on here. All right, let's get disgusting. Yo, yo. Peep the actual seas that'll reach and capture Each and every one of you sees complete disaster Leave them weak in the knees I delete and smash it The freezing temperature leaves all your teeth and fractures These were the words of a person confused The syllable structure I was learning to use It was all about the battling and that was an image Imagine rapping with the Alec when I had to present it Yes Yo Yo Let's go somewhere else Yo now, now, I was never encouraged to trip. The vertical pitch is urban, extensive shit like word to my click. I'm sniffing rubber cement in the convertible bent with the burgundy blunt wrap and the herbal that's dense. The purple I pinch has me in focus, working defense, serving up pictures of pain as my perfect abyss. Lately, I'm known for stirring up shit with dirt that I kick in the eyes of the haters with the murderous hits. I was serving them quick, I swerve and I dip. How many months I held the club down? You heard it was six. Troop executive on them Lutheran University kids, two consecutive foolish women. 
feelings because I was verbally sick. I never lost my cool. You never heard me get bent because I seen it all before. You rhymed that nursery shit while I'm hanging off a canyon by your mercury cliff. Drop hot shit, turn and take a third degree piss. This is the breakbeat. And remember, the breakbeat was the first thing the MC rhymed to, and it was the first thing that the B-boy did a head spin to. The breakbeat is where your hip-hop started. God damn it. Boom, Boom goes the dynamite. Right, that's See, just something bars, you ought to bars, know. See, the bars we just kicked, that's, that's the shit that got your head nodding, got your head spinning, make you hit repeat on your MP3 player, CD player, or have that shit on loop on your iTunes or Windows Media Player. But, you know, we got some of these whack cats out here dropping their, 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 their candy bars and whatnot. They think shit's sweet, but that shit expired. It ain't no good. First thing that comes to mind whenever I hear some of these bars, come on, son. Step your come on, up. son. That's the and, 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 and that's the first thought that comes to mind. And we use that as a, as a dope little segue into our final segment prior to jumping into tonight's topic, uh, Come On, Son, which is obviously a segment that we use to highlight ridiculous things that have gone on in the news or ridiculous things that, that have happened over the course of the past two weeks that the second that, the second that they happen, the first thing that comes up is, Come On, Son, Really? So, um, actually, you know, William, I, I'll let you take the lead on this one. I'll let you start this off, and then I'll, I'll, I'll jump on right behind you. I did, you know, you know, I, 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 you know, where I live. I live in the Confederate state. I'm in the old South. Because no matter what year it is, it's always the old South. And uh, and 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 I, and I work kind of antisocial. I get to just walk around with my punk ass clipboard in and out of refrigerators, counting shit, throwing boxes around. So I get to have my headphones on. You know, I'm I'm behind the scenes. You don't know who. You don't even know I exist there. But uh, like when you have your headphones on, sometimes your your coworkers they get to talking, and it's interesting to hear two Republicans talking to each other when they don't think you can hear them, that's when you hear things like, yeah, we shouldn't even worry about the black vote because they're always just going to vote Democrat to get welfare, right? And then you're going to hear another one making a joke about uh, capitalism memes that he saw online, and they actually go about how um, gerrymandering is good, as I, I've mentioned that before in the um, in the verse on the new black freethinkers theme I'm working on, and uh, and that they actually want these things. And these are young guys. They're in their mid to late 20s. And then in all irony, now I know that's just how these guys get down. And you're not even supposed to talk about this stuff at work, but God damn it, we F up and joke around about it sometimes. And one of them, like he was exercising, you know, he's trying to get in shape. And I'm like, hey, why don't we go ahead and arm wrestle, you know, maybe 30 days, give you time to work on those little those little toothpick arms. I could floss with those damn things. <laughs> and uh, go ahead and arm wrestle, and then if, if I lose, you can take a Sharpie marker and write YOLO on my face. But if I win, I get to put LOL on your Romney Ryan bumper sticker because the um, you know, the election had already happened and he's still riding around with that Romney Ryan bumper sticker. And I, I really want to put LOL on it. 
And that's the that's the backstory with that character. Well, about two fortnights ago, I'm just shooting the shit with this cat, and I find out that he just recently got off welfare. Like the whole time that he's joking around about this capitalism and talking about the blacks just vote Democrat to get welfare, he just got off food stamps. And only because his girlfriend is making more money now, because his last review didn't earn him a raise, and he's he's finally about to move out of his mother's house. Come on, son! Like you are the forty-seven percenter that the, that your big homie Bishop Romney was talking shit about at the sex party house before you went and voted <laughs> for him. You fucking right. goof. <laughs> but you know, but you know, most Republicans. Most Republicans, they're, they're not really all that interested in, 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 in helping the lowers or the, the minorities. Like he, he, the fact that, the fact that he's white, I'm assuming, right? Oh, he, he's, he's the ultimate white. He's fucking blonde. Well, yeah, well, yeah. In, in that case, <laughs> yeah, because in, in, it's, 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 it's kind of similar to when, when, um. It's kind of similar to to finding that even among um, what most would consider white trash, you know, uh, people, you know, the white people who are poor, poor white people, like even they still practice racism, even though they experience ec- economically the same the same shit that blacks do. But it just goes to show that even 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 if you put them in the same economic situation. They still manage to look down at blacks and African Americans and other people. That's what makes them feel good about themselves when they when they have someone that they can step on. They don't want to they don't want to admit that there are black people or minorities that are doing better than them. That's why they cling to that white privilege. They cling to it like their life depended on it. Yeah, you know? trip me out like they, just, like they, they, just they, got off the checks. And you know yeah, what? And before just, he got hired, he w- he said himself, "I was just sitting around watching the Casey Anthony trial, collecting unemployment." Like that's what he was doing before he got hired, which is why he was very uh very portly when when, when we hired him. But then he started shaping up, and that's when I wanted to arm re- wrestle him. I almost said wrestle. Show you where I'm from. Mm-hmm. I don't talk good. That's why we got to do intellectual elitism because folk that talk like me. And you, you know what else? Come on, son. Short one. Newt Gingrich referred to the protesters as a lynch mob. You got to love the projectionism with these folks. Like they are going against this old school idea of having lynch mobs or, um, or, uh, or pat, paddy wagon guys coming out snatching them up. So he just, we're going to call you a lynch mob. We're going to persecute people and say that you're persecuting us Christians. Nah, nah, the, the Gingrich. But here's the thing. I don't, I don't, in Gingrich's case, don't, I, I wouldn't even blame that. I wouldn't even make that a Christian thing. That's just, that's just white people in power thing. Whenever, whenever, whenever minorities, get upset about something. Whenever minorities get upset about something, that's that's usually the first thing. They they want they want to equate it as if what we're upset about is the same reason that white folks used to have lynch mobs used to get upset about before. And the truth is they're not they're not the same at all. But that I mean that just goes to show 
that, you know, white people want to be victims so bad. They re- they really want to be victims. Like they 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 had it. It, it, I would say white people want to be victims almost as bad as they want to say nigger. I say that's that's almost. the folks at the lower end, you know, like that's the folks that are kicking in the so? shekels to the folks at the top. Yeah, I think the folks at the top are. I think they're a bunch of cold, uh, for lack of a better term, heartless sociopaths. That they really just they are very well aware of their divide and conquer strategic behavior. And it's really the fo- it's the foot soldiers on the bottom that really they fall for the um for the victim teaching and for the victim doctrine, if you will. You know, it's just like the folks on the abortion side. Like I can see why big corporations dump money into Alec quietly, the American Legislative Jesus Christ Council, and um and you know and then run that back through to politicians because they know what the effects would be. You know, if more 16-year-old poor girls get pregnant, drop out of school, and then just take a welfare check and work at Walmart, and then they dump your kid in a privatized school, pipeline that to a privatized prison, well, then they're just kind of keeping you down and keeping you in the class that you're supposed to be in. But the foot soldiers on the ground that hear the talking points those are the ones that are actually like, it's a baby. Because that's why when you ask them questions, like somebody did a, um, if you ever look at that Upworthy website where they like to post like positive videos, and uh, they had one where a guy was just asking the foot soldiers, what uh, what time, what, how much jail time should the mother do for the abortion? And they were all like, I hadn't thought of that. Because they, they don't want to. Because they realize right. that they've just been falling for the talking points, and they they let themselves get riled up, like they're pretty much running on excitement. When, if if they stop that this exciting language, then these people won't be excited anymore, and they can go back to watching the home run derby or whatever nerdy thing they're doing, going bowling or something. Hey, hey whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't <laughs> yeah, I just did bowling. bowling. I, I did. Oh, no, whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up. Before I even do my come on, son, I gotta give you a come on, son. I used to bowl for four <laughs> years, dog. I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let people disrespect bowling, son. I got I got two I got my strike ball, my spare ball. I got custom shoes. I got my I got my own towel so I can rub the oil off. I I got I got the char, I got the the pillow so that I can make sure my fingers are all good. Like I got the whole nine. I come prepared, so we ain't gonna throw any shade at bowling right now. For the record, bowling. we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that. Maybe on another show, but tonight we're Yo, not gonna throw any shade. We're not gonna throw any shade at bowling. Uh, uh-uh. no, you, you just the the library is open. If if I may borrow some terminology from the drag community, yes, this is all tea, all shade. How how young are you, and you are this entrenched in this old beer drinking man culture? Son, we're not throwing any shade at Bowling B. <laughs> how long have you been an extra from an episode of Married with Children? You 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 went out there with Al Bundy and the No Man crowd out to the bowling tournament. Wait, hold on, I'm still caught up on the mayor. I'm still caught up on the mayor. The mayor with children thing. Hold up, time out. First of all, yes, I'm 25 years old. I've been bowling since I was in high school. Okay, I bowled for four years. Had a had a playoff caliber 
teas, all of that. And I want uh-huh. to you hear that, boys. folks? He's been bowling since play. high school, where he once four, he scored four touchdowns in a single game. He did. <laughs> no, but no. They said we ain't gonna throw no shade. But who I will throw some shade at are these these black these black folks. They're black. You know, everyone knows. A couple weeks ago, what happened to Paula Dean, and we had a whole we had a whole nice little segment. I believe that was our first show on Paula Dean and the the sheer hilariousness that came from Black Twitter as far as as far as uh, as far as she was concerned. Well, it seems it seems like there were some people out here who didn't get the memo. Uh, missed the bus, woke up late for work, something. They, 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 for some reason, didn't seem to fully grasp the Paula Dean situation. So there's a site out here right now called Blacks for Paula Dean. They are going to be protesting. They're going to be protesting in New York. I believe. I want to say August second. I, I believe it's August second. They're going to. They're going. They're going to protest in New York to show that that there are black people who are going to stand in solidarity with Miss Paula and 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 they're going to show that we forgive her and it's okay for her to, to say nigger because obviously for these people that was the biggest thing that they were worried about. Now if if these people are an example of self-hate, I don't know what the I don't know what the hell. I mean, for one, they're over here defending Paula Dean who who openly admits to to everything that happened with the lawsuit, and then he even was on, you know, uh, the Today Show giving her BS answers and whatnot, looking like a freaking carrot and shit by matching her top. Like, but that's beside the point. These these, these people are ridiculous. They get they 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 get my come on son. Second people get my come on son. The jurors, because these these this group this group of this group of five white women and one biracial one biracial woman who have who I've seen described as an Afro Latina. Not really sure how accurate that is. But they get it come on son because for some reason in fact, you know what, I won't even throw all the jurors under the bus, even though they even though they all found Zimmerman not guilty. I'm gonna just throw juror B thirty seven under the bus. Because she had an interview with Anderson Cooper on Monday, and I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not sure if, if deliberating for 12 hours made her constipated. But on on Monday, she was so full of shit. I wanted to send her an X slide. Like seriously, I hadn't. I I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard answers that terrible since I took the SAT. Okay, like that. Like. Of all the people that sympathize, like it just, it just her answers just flat out shows me that Trayvon never had a chance. That boy, he never had a she never had a chance with them. He, he never had he never had a chance. Cause she sympathized. He had a, his heart was in the right place. You know what? A lot of people's hearts are in the right places for a lot of shit, and they still do fucked up stuff. So what? So so his heart may have been in a good place, 
You know, I'm sure Hitler had 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 only the best for Germany. You know, I'm sure I'm sure he did. I, I I'm sure the KKK had you know they 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 had the they 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 wanted to preserve America. They they had good in their hearts for that. You know, I'm sure I'm sure those co- I'm sure those cops that shot Oscar Grant were. You know, I'm sure they were they were just looking out for the safety of everybody, despite the fact that this black man was handcuffed and laying laying stomach down, face down on the ground. You know, I'm sure they, I'm sure I'm sure cops were really worried about Amadou Diallo when he's pulling out his, his wallet. Like, but l- let me not rant. Let me not rant because I feel I feel myself starting to get to that place again. About to be a little bit more Malcolm X to MLK, if you know what I'm saying. But that's beside the point. They get a, they she gets to come on some for that, and then I will give the entire jurors a come on some because right now they're bickering in the in the media. <clears throat> they're bickering and they're bickering in the media. B thirty seven is like, oh, this is this, and then today the other four not the other four white jurors were like, okay, look, she's crazy. Whatever she said, that's her. That ain't us. And then. B thirty seven response to them, it, it's just ridiculous. Like, like seriously, if you guys are really trying to put it behind you, shut up. That's all I gotta say. Just shut up. Don't say anything. Don't write any books. Don't write any editorials. Don't tweet. You know, don't have casual conversations. Just shut up and go about your business. You're good. Get out of here. Enjoy people not knowing who you are. Because if you see an episode of Catfish, people can find you. And they will find you. <laughs> That's besides the point. That's neither here nor there. All right, it's nine oh one. We are one minute. We are one minute past our first hour. Now we're gonna jump into the main topic for tonight: intellectual elitism, or rather, elitism in the intellectual community. However, you want to say it. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump into this. Uh, this side is gonna run. We're gonna we're gonna talk for a little bit. We're gonna we're, we're gonna go over some definitions. Uh, just kind of discuss what this what, what this term means. Um, then we'll open up the phone lines. Like we have a few people listening in at the moment. But uh, I, I, I say feel free to press one. We will bring you in when we get ready. When excuse me, we will bring you on as we get ready to bring callers on. So if you have stuff to say, let it marinate, you know, kind of let it simmer in and, and you know, hit that one. And when we're ready, we will definitely bring you guys on. Now, yeah. this is an And turn your subject. speakers down. Oh, yeah, that's definitely important. Make sure it's like, use your computers. We don't, you know, I don't need reverb. I have enough of that when I open my pretty loops, all right? Now, this segment, um, I've been thinking about doing this show for a really long time. Um, And, in fact, it was actually supposed to be our second show, but in the wake of Paula Dean, I actually wanted to, uh, I I really actually wanted to, to address that. So I kind of pushed it back a little bit until right now. But now I feel like, you know, now is, is a good time to address certain things that I definitely see in the atheist and overall intellectual community, and, and my concept of that only reaches as far as the people I interact with and some of the, some of the minds that I follow 
and that I greatly respect. So I'm not speaking for everyone who is a part of this community. The thing is, I don't know everyone, and obviously a lot of things that will be said tonight will not apply to everyone. So these are things that I want to establish right now. You know, I'm not not associating this term with all of the intellectual community, but there are people who who, who do practice a sort of elitism. Or, or act that way. And I see it. I'm sure plenty of other people see it as well. Now, for the purpose of the show, we are we're going to refer to folks as intellectual elitists. We're not going to call them snobs. We're not we're not going to we're not going to deride them or call them any other type of name. That's not how we're going to run things here. So, um before I really break into anything, let's let's start out with the definition. Um, I took this definition from Wikipedia. Um, it's kind of long, but I feel like it, it actually encompasses everything that needs to be said. <clears throat> Elitism is the belief or attitude that some individuals, excuse me, that um, some individuals with a certain ancestry Intrinsic quality or worth, higher intellect, wealth, specialized training, experience, or other distinctive attributes are greater than that of others, whose views views on the matter are to be taken more seriously or the most seriously or carry the most weight, whose views or actions are most likely to be constructive to society as a whole, or whose extraordinary skills, ability, or wisdom render render them especially fit to govern. So you can you can you can bind all that down into someone who be, who simply believes that they are better, but it, it definitely goes a bit deeper than just than than just believing that you're better, because that's a general statement. It's, it's, it's believing that you're better in every in every way possible or in a certain field. Now. This is not to say that there are not people in certain fields who will know more about you on the subject. I don't know anything about neuroscience. I know nothing about neuroscience. You know, Raina, friend of the show, and my personal friend for the last couple years, knows a lot about neuroscience. I would never speak on neuroscience matters because I know nothing about it. Generally, I would refer to her. I know that she knows more about the subject. Therefore, she's someone I would definitely go to as far as the subject is concerned. So in that instance, yes, she knows more than me. She would be more fit in this in, in this case. I would not consider an elitist. Because that her having the knowledge doesn't think doesn't mean she thinks that she's better. It just means that she knows more. That there's a fundamental difference there. Now, with the definition that I listed, you have people in the intellectual community. <laughs> you have people in the intellectual community who b- believe that not only that they themselves are better. But believe that they are they should be the sole authority on certain matters because of their intellect. 
that they believe because of their their privilege, and they are privileged to know what they know, that they are better than other people who either cannot articulate as well as them, or do not know as much on a certain subject, or or do not have the the vast amount of knowledge that they have on this subject. Now, the only the the, the reason that this becomes a problem, or as far as I'm concerned is that having knowledge is great. It's always good to be informed and to know things. I will I will never discourage anybody from educating themselves, from learning new things, from aspiring to learn new things, and for thinking outside the box or thinking as if there is no box. I will never I will never discourage anyone from that. A problem arises when obtaining that knowledge or having that knowledge makes makes you think that you have the authority to talk down to other people or because some, because people may not articulate themselves as you see fit or may not say something in the way that you agree with that you have license to talk down on them to almost dehumanize them treat them as if they are your lesser than your you know an other to you that is when I believe that it's a problem. Now, uh, sorry, Father Teresa, my man. <laughs> when you first, when you hear the term intellectual elitism, what's what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Yeah, you know what that one? That's like uh, that's like when you first hear something like patriarchal bargain. Like your first thought is like, you know what? I get it. But 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 I don't I'm not sure if I get it so maybe I should read about it to make sure I got it and uh, yeah you 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 you, you kind of get it and then I find areas where I if even if it's not intellectual elitism uh, it is somewhere elitism where I find that in myself like um like in hip hop I'm shamefully shamelessly elitist I can't I can't wait to tell a whack MC that they are not allowed that they do not belong that you are the other. And I would probably make legislation against you. But yeah, yeah, I, I practice that too. And uh, yeah, I guess it, it's kind of like that. Uh, I'm naturally smarter than you, or I'm trained beyond you. It still seems to be that's like a pseudoscience, maybe. But then again, that makes you think of scientism. It's like because I, I just threw out that magic word, science. And yeah, intellectual <laughs> elitism. Yeah, when you, when you sent that, I was like, ah, I'm I'm, I'm about to. He's gonna learn me something, and I, I think um, uh, and and it's part of what um you know that that cognitive dissonance when you hear the um because and let me first let me say I'm not some super pro Obama guy, but when you hear the um the anti Obama guys like they they're they're gonna throw out the um the racial stereotype lazy you know, doesn't know how to be a real American. Then you mention these he went to Harvard like well he's just a fucking elitist. Yeah, it's like uh, like yeah, and it's that idea of thinking he's looking down his nose at you, and even worse, that's a Negro looking down his nose at you, looking down his big wide nostrils at you, like he's better than you, breathing up all the white man's air. Let me know. I can't go on quoting Dave Chappelle here, but yeah, and uh, but then you notice um at that uh at the DNC when uh when old old Billy Clinton got up there. 
and he was he just had a good old country time. He kept it simple. He he even had a catchphrase. I got another job score for you. Like he just made it fun and it was easy for everyone to understand what he was saying. You know, every time Obama talks, someone has to get a dictionary. What the fuck was that word? You know, and uh, and then that's when Obama came. I remember what he said. Uh, I want to make him secretary of explaining stuff. So sometimes maybe not being, you know, the uh, the you know being the fancy talker, the big fancy book learning, fancy worded talker. Maybe that's not always the best way to go, because most people are not a. Uh, they're watching Honey Boo Boo, man. <laughs> True, but but it is important to note. And I and I and this 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 just kind of brings me back to a, a actually a discussion um, we were I was having in um, one of my like atheist groups on Facebook um, where and, and actually this this actually not a thing about it, it actually kind of kind of does uh, speak to the subject uh, we were discussing Rachel Johnsell. Uh, obviously, he's a friend of Trayvon Martin, and um, someone mentioned the fact that Tom Joyner was going to um, offer her a scholarship to to any HBCU of her choice, and would not, you know. And that's obviously that's that's a great thing, you know. That's 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 a that's definitely a, a positive, you know. You know, college is pricey as hell these days, and the vast majority of Americans go into debt you know, trying to go, and, um, you know, I just kind of, and I kind of looked at it as an act of goodwill on Tom Joyner's part, you know, this young, this young woman who's had to deal with the loss of her friend, and then be um, criticized by not only the media, but by people in her, in our own community, you know, I, I saw it as, as a positive thing, but one reoccurring theme that I saw throughout you know, ever since that she, ever since she first took the stand, and I saw this all across my social networks. And I saw this. I even, I even saw it. I mean, um, I even heard about it in conversations I had outside, where that you know there were people who were who were making guesstimations about her intelligence based on how she speaks or how she spoke. And and even after the fact that. We found out English is actually her third language. Even after finding that, people still wanted to to throw out things about her intelligence because the way she speaks, you can obviously tell that she's not intelligent, or you know she didn't she didn't talk in complete sentences. Therefore, she's obviously you know she's obviously less intelligent, and, you know, me and, and a couple other folks, you know, we definitely, we came to her defense in this thread, like, you know, you can't really, you can't make that assumption about somebody, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't make that assumption about someone's intelligence just because they talk in a manner that you may not like or that you yourself don't understand. That's not, that's not a reflection of their intelligence at all, you know? Rachel is, is I, you know, she's she's 19 years old. She's going to be a college graduate soon, and you know, it's it's this, you know, she's obviously doing better for herself. She, if anyone who listened to her on Piers Morgan on Monday, you know, did she speak the Queen's English? No, of course not. 
But you know what? Lots of lots of black youth speak like speak like she does. And they're all very intelligent. I've worked with quite a few when, when I was when I was still working with um my, when I was still working my old job with a, a non profit. And I worked with lots of minority kids who spoke slang and and they listened to Lil Wayne and you know, they like to party and have fun and, and do all that. I mean they were kids. But all of that stuff didn't have any didn't really indicate how intelligent they were. They're all very bright kids and, and, and it's the same thing here with Rachel. And and it it um oh, sorry about that. And like it just kind of, it just kind of it just kind of got me to thinking. It just kind of got me thinking because I I I, I see I, I would see this fallacy throughout the various groups and throughout the interactions I would see that you know people assuming things about people's into other people's intelligence you know based on music they listen to you know who they choose to date. You know the kind of shows that they watch on television, uh, the type of activities they engage in in their free time, or or, or even just the way they speak. You know, you have the fact that the folks use slang language and uh, slang terminology, I should say. And I've always thought that that was ridiculous. I've always thought that, I, I've always thought that 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 was not fair. I've always thought that was, that, 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 that was not fair, and, and that that these people are in no in no place are in no position to to make these judgments about folks. You know, who are you to be looking down at someone and to treat them as if they are lesser than, or to say or to act like they are not intelligent at all because of because they may do things that that. That you may not like, or you may think are beneath you. But who the hell are you? You know what I mean? Yo, you still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nah, that's interesting. Yeah, <clears throat> and it, it reminds me of what um what I heard him talking about um because like it, it, this is where I hear like terms that I've never heard before. I guess um. And terms and phrases I've never heard before. Like, uh, I heard people were angry with um. Uh, how, how do you pronounce her name over there, uh, Rachel? Uh, how do you uh, say that? Yeah, I, I yeah, can't. I've heard two different pronunciations, but I would say Jontel. Yeah, and they said uh, like folks were mad at her because, <clears throat> excuse me, she wasn't code switching. Like, I guess, um, and I guess that's another one of those. Like, as soon as you hear it, bang, you automatically get what they're talking about. Like, I don't even need to look this up. I know what they're saying. They're talking about, um, it's almost like when you do, um, there was a, a GIF picture I remember seeing with uh, Obama, and he was shaking some guy's hands. And then when he got to the black dudes, they did like the half handshake, half hug. And it was like, and they were like, that's code switching. And it's like, and because and she couldn't do that when she stepped up on the stand, <clears throat> excuse me, like saying, like, you're going from the neighborhood to the office, and you and you switch up how you speak. And it's like, and they're, and they're angry yeah. with her for not being able to do that. 
It's yeah, like, well, it's I mean, ridiculous. I mean, I've, yeah, not, I, I, I've, I've engaged in code switching. I've, I've done it, and I realized that in some places it, it is, it like it definitely has its place. In some places, it, it may, it may be necessary. Because you can't talk. I mean, the fact, the reality is, you can't talk to everybody the same way. I don't talk to my parents the same way that I talk to my friends. You know. I don't do you that. know what's really off-putting about using, um, like, the terms you call slang? It's like because a lot of that is local vernacular. You know, you can't be a dude from Compton, California in 1991 and very easily communicate through predominant, um, predominantly speaking in vernacular to a dude from Brooklyn, New York. You know, like, I mean, it took some time. Like, you could hear hip-hop artists starting to communicate with each other and then later on collaborate, where, like, you had Redman collaborating with uh, with Spice One, and you had, like, MC8 collaborating with uh, with Method Man and what have you. It's uh, so, like, so later on that could happen, but... uh. Uh, you know, you, yeah, you can't just go into another neighborhood and speak the vernacular of your neighborhood. They're going to be like, what the fuck do you mean Pringles can? You know, or, or whatever vernacular you <laughs> use to, you know, and they're like, what the hell is that? Right. <laughs> All right. Um, I think Raina, Raina just called, well, she called in. I'm going to I'm gonna bring her in on, on this. Raina. Uh, I didn't put my hand down, but, I mean... <laughs> okay, well, I can meet um, you then. That's fine. I mean, no, I mean, I'm just listening to the conversation. Um, you guys bring up some really good points, um, particularly with Rachel John Teal. Um, you know, I think it's a great thing what Tom Joyner did. I mean, you know, giving her a scholarship and, and what have you. And, um, you know, I guess, um, I, I, you know, I, it's, it's a great thing giving her that opportunity, particularly um, considering that, you know, she has struggled in it, you know, in her education so far, um, you know, owing owing much of that to the fact that our education system is broken in the first place. Um, so I, I, I hope that she, um, I hope I hope that Rachel John Shield goes to college and knocks it out the park. I hope she comes out, writes a book, on social theory and blows everybody out of the water. That's what I hope. Right. Rachel Johnson right. does. Because um, I think there's <laughs> something there. I mean, you know, as some of the things that she said, you know, like, um, you know, in my mind were intelligent. You know, the fact of the matter is, is that regardless of whether or not you, um, as an individual, view a distinction between nigger and nigga is irrelevant. There is a there is a sizable portion of the black population, particularly young people, who use the NIA, you know, as a term of endearment, as a, as a way of, um, you know, interacting with other people, um, regardless of where it comes from. This is how it's being used, and um, and for that reason, I mean, I thought that the way that she talked about it, she said, "My generation," you know, what I mean, as in emphasize, like, whatever you may think, this is how we use it. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I I thought that was smart. And there were a lot of other things that she said that were really intelligent. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what, um, you know, what her life turns out to be. Um, I think she has a really, you know, bright future ahead of her, and I hope that she'll stay motivated because, um, that's, because even her going to college is not going to 
um, necessarily mean, um, you know, an easy street from here on out. You know, she'll probably likely encounter many intellectual elitists at, um, at HBCUs, which are meant to serve uh, underrepresented minorities who tend not to have access to a decent primary and secondary education. So, um, right. Right. I hope that she will be able to cope and that there will be people who are empathetic and um, supportive of her. Um, you know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's a difference. You said something, you know, that was right earlier. There's a difference between, you know, having a knowledge base and thinking that you are an authority on everything or thinking that you um, have authority in, in subjects where you are, you're not even credentialed. You know what I mean? Like, if I were to have a conversation with you about about physics, I know my limits. You know what I mean? There may be some things that I know for a fact are wrong. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to uh, sit and have a conversation with someone regarding quantum quantum theory. You know, for two, for, for for very long to begin with, but I certainly <laughs> I certainly won't represent myself as a, a um, an authority on that subject. And I do find that in a lot of um, sort of atheist free thinking circles, there there tends to be quite a lot of individuals who um, kind of overstep their boundaries. You know what I mean? When it comes to these uh-huh. things, like they think they've read a couple of things or watched a couple of YouTube videos. And they now all of a sudden are able to explain things that even, you know, very, um, you know, very well-renowned, you know, physicists have a difficulty explaining or difficulty um, difficulty sort of wrapping their minds around, you know. Um, it's, just, it's, it's something that we have to, you know, keep in, in mind. You know, being an atheist or being a free thinker does not mean that you are all of a sudden an intellectual. Um, and we have to know our limits. You know, we have to know our limits. I, I agree 110%. Um, one one thing, well, before I say my comment, um, it was a little hard to hear you in part. Is there some feedback okay. in the background? No, I don't think so. Um, okay. oh, no, I was getting, uh, I I was getting a little bit of echo. Oh, no, it's gone now. Okay. Um, I was just getting, I wasn't really sure uh, who or what that was. Um, excuse me, but then no, I agree. I agree with you a hundred and ten percent. I agree with you on 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 basically on on everything you said. I mean, the important thing, like you said, is it's, it's important to know to know to know your limits. I think you said something just now, or maybe maybe I'm just projecting. But I'm thinking. I think you said something just just a second ago about people claiming to understand things that even people who are well into their field don't understand. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yes. That's that's actually a a, a very a great point. And you know what? It it kinda brings up the, the conspiracy theorist angle to this because if anyone is guilty of these of this and actually this I guess I'm gonna use elite intellectual elitism very loosely here. Um is them, you know? They think they 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 get privy to this special knowledge, and they think that they're just so much better than everybody because they've got this special information. 
I mean, granted, 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 not every conspiracy theorist is in that case. I mean, the fact that they know of certain things, you know, shows some level of 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 of, of intelligence to 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 have some basic grasp of what it is, of what something is. Now, they just they they their problem is they do the same thing a lot of a lot of other elitists do. Which is they get it and then they go on these these rants and rambles about you know uh, about how stupid everyone this is and and how they're so much smarter than everybody. Believe it, believe it. Yeah. Right. I mean, because believe it or not, Raina, believe it or not, I saw something earlier today that I actually never thought I was going to see. The thought never even came to my mind until. I saw it cross my my Facebook timeline, and I had to unfriend the person because I didn't realize that they could be this level of dumb. And that was me being an, an elitist just now. I don't really care. But they someone posted earlier that um, that the the Trayvon like the, the the reason the Trayvon Martin George Zimmerman altercation and trial was was so you know so publicized and so out there was so the government could distract you from taking away your gun laws. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, one of the worst things to happen to the American public is Jesse Ventura, I think. (laughs) Jesse Ventura and, like, these, uh, you know, like um, Alex Jones, are, like, the worst things to happen to, like, the American public, I swear. And a lot of people yeah. don't realize that this is where a lot of their stuff is coming from, too. But it is, um, you know, this sort of conspiratorial stuff. Um, the 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 main thing I think that distinguishes, I think, the Alex Joneses and their sort of, you know, I don't even want to call it intellectual elitism because they're not intellectuals. Yeah, that's how they have you it very loosely. Yeah, but but the thing that sort of characterizes um, the way that they sort of look down on others um, is is that it's completely void of uh, devoid of evidence. You know what I mean? Like they're claiming these things to be true, but they cannot prove these things. They make one, you know, assumption after another after another, after another, you know, or, like, they they tie together things that are un- otherwise unrelated, you know what I mean, to make these to make these links. It's all confirmation bias. It's all, you know, foolishness to be to be completely honest about it. But, um, right. but they have a way of looking down on other people. It's like, you know, it's one of the ways that you can tell whether or not, you know, Something that someone is saying is is probably has some credibility to it is their willingness to provide you with sources. You know what I mean? If they're the more willing they are to provide you with sources, and I don't mean sources like, you know, I I got this from um, Alex Jones, who got this from uh, YouTube, (laughs) who got this from David Icke, (laughs) who got this from. You know what I mean? Somebody else. I don't mean those yeah. kind of sources. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, 
there was, you know, I got this from an investigative journalistic piece that covered this, this, and this. It cited these sources, blah, 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 blah. That's a good source. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, not that other stuff. You want someone who's going to be, you're going to want to be able to track the information yourself. And, um, right. and that's kind of one but, way to tell. But but and but this is this is the other this is the other side of that and and this is another thing that lots of lots of elitists in the, in the intellectual community do which is they don't share the information you know it, it, it like it reminds me when we used to go on the BP chat room and folks used to make ridiculous claims and I'm like well show me show me where you got that from and they'll say Google it. And I'm like, no, I want to read what you read. Like, that's what it should come down to. Like, let me read what you read that convinced you of this or that helped you to learn this. Let me read it so I can know, too. That's what it should come down to. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, don't hog the information, you know. Don't hog it. Everyone, like, the thing about it is everyone, everyone isn't focused on everything at a time. Like the one of the stories that that I mentioned I mentioned earlier, you know, like I had just I I hadn't heard about I hadn't heard about John Spooner and, and Darius Simmons. I had just I've just heard about that, and that was another case that happened last year. I'm sure I could have been talking about it over the course of the past year, like I had with Jordan Davis and Rakia Boyd and Trayvon, had I known about it. But again, it was something that I was I, I hadn't I hadn't really known about. And which goes to show why we need to, you know, share the information. You know, what what good is having all of this information and you're not using it to to help people? Don't use it to talk down to people like, yeah, you didn't know about this. Just say, you know, just instead of doing that, you could be like, hey, you know, here's another injustice that I found out about, you know, Let's let's find out what we can do to help you know to make this right. Well, that's that's what folks should be doing. Absolutely. Yeah, like. Well, and that's why the Black Freethinkers is a great program to uh, listen to because we do <laughs> just, we share information and, exactly. we, and we're about and we're about bringing people you know towards solutions and. Helping the community. That's Shameless plug. Yeah. Shameless plug. Yeah, like what was, episode, you did, um, what was that episode you did? What was that episode you did? Ah, jeez. I think it was like environmental uh, justice. Yeah, environmental justice. Which I, That's I the name I of it? Future shows. Yeah, I think I, I did. I think it was called environmental justice. Yeah, folks, go and go and go in the archives and look up environmental justice. And uh, you know, play that while you're while you're in your little garden cutting fresh chives or whatever it is you do. Yeah, yeah, that's good information. That's useful. Have you but have you have you seen any examples of the stuff we me and Raina mentioned? You know, in your in your uh, scrolling through Facebook. Uh, um, not 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 much in the um, 
like like if I go to pages of folks that I don't know, but not not among like the folks that I that I interact with regularly. I shouldn't say I know them people across the planet, but uh, that I interact with on there. They don't do that, but when I, when I go to like specific themed pages, and yeah, ones that where people identify as liberal or as conservative or as whatever they identify as, they sort of like they tend to have an alpha that that has all the right words and mashes it together. And I think there's a lot of uh, dare I say, uh, is the term absolutism? Maybe that's what I'm looking for. Where it's like uh, to be with these around these kind of folks, you have to have a very specific, what they call, world view. It's like I haven't seen the world. I don't have a world view. There's a lot of things that, there's a lot of information out there that I'm not going to retain because I don't need all that information. Like, really, I can listen to um, atheists and Christians debate on evolution to the world's end, and I, I don't really need that information. Like it, it, I, I live in patriarchy and capitalism. I don't need evolution to go to work and pay bills. Like I think that's real. That that sort of thing. That's just for folks where you might want to convince them to come to your church or try to you know free somebody from religion. And yeah, a lot of that information I, I don't need. So it's like it, it'd be easy to be intellectual elitist to me. I'll be the small guy that doesn't know all this stuff because. I don't need to know all that stuff. I need to know good diet and good exercise, mostly. But yeah, I also uh, yeah. I mean, if you do bring up a good point, though, William, is that in, in, in certain circles, certain information or knowledge is given is given sort of priority or um, sort of a a a class or a grade that suggests that it's more important or more deserving of attention than others. Um, I do right. notice that in a lot of, in, in uh, particularly in some free thought groups, that you know, talking about patriarchy and social justice and, and all of these types of things is um, frowned upon because they find that the, um, or they they think, and and maybe from their perspective it's true, they think that um you know evolution and things like that are more important. And um, the problem with that though is is that they don't recognize that that view comes directly from their privilege, you know? Yep. So, um, you know, that's something else yep. to keep in mind. No, you're Yeah, exactly to be able right. to it say that's, me... that's irrelevant. You know, like my, my yeah. penis doesn't think that matters. Yeah. <laughs> like I had an exchange um, a while back on my Facebook page. I don't exactly remember... I don't remember what my status exactly was about, but I remember someone commented, a white guy commented on it, saying that, you know, if more, if more people knew about, what did he say? I want to say, like, evolution, or if more people were, no, that's what he said, if more people were educated in science, this race thing wouldn't matter. Oh, yeah, so I think I saw like, that. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. I think I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And, and, and when I saw it, I, I started shaking my head immediately because I was like, that is not true. Because people, I mean, because let's, let's, just, let's just be real here. Um, white people particularly, have, because white people, because women and people of color for a long time have been excluded from the sciences, you know, be it that they, be it that they were rigorously excluded 
you know, um, you know, in times past or, you know, excluded because of economics and education. You know, but the fact of the matter is is that science has been um something that white people could participate in for a very long time. And it's done absolutely nothing to reduce racism. It has done nope. absolutely nothing if, to reduce if, racism. If, if, it any, been, if anything, it, it did more to reinforce it. And exactly, so, uh, because because they, they now thought that they had this tool, this objective tool that they could use to um reinforce the differences that they perceived. You know, just like just like this um this guy uh Kanazawa, you know, who did that um psychology today blog and that and that phony study that he you know, tried to publish, you know, saying oh, that black women black are objectively yeah, are, are objectively less attractive. You know, which yeah. and he used this he used studies that didn't even that they weren't even really measuring that, you right. know what I mean, in any way. They weren't even they weren't even questioning, you know, whether or not black women were attractive or whatever. Not that you can really objectively measure a subjective quality to begin with, because right. attractiveness is entirely subjective. Right. Well, I, think I mean, there are, there are some general tendencies in how people perceive attractiveness. There are general tendencies. But those general right. tendencies still vary based on right. culture. That that is so trollish. That that's trollish behavior. Like I think, th- I think that that's like a bomb thrower. You know, like when, whenever a white dude brings up something like that, I, I think they're just doing that just because they want to see how you react so that they can say reverse racism or something like that. Yeah, I, I think that's just bomb throwing. There are there are some people who do that deliberately, but in his case, he, he, this is not the first time that he's done it, and it's not the last time, and he's not the only person who's done something like this. this they, is, they there there are people who use there are people who use science and, and use academics and, and academic disciplines to um, hide, you know, to you know, obscure their racism and obscure, obscure their objectives. You know, which is to, right. you know, make, either to, um, in some cases, to bar access to minorities or to make, um, at, you know, minority scholarship uh, seem more questionable, you know, um, or or to um, or to reinforce, you know, uh, conservative racist agendas. I mean, we know that there are think tanks out there that you know like to um, talk uh, heavily about. Black on black violence, which is a ridiculous, uh, you know, term. You should just right. remove it from your right. lexicon because, you know, what? Uh, we're, uh, first of all, America is more segregated now than before Jim Crow. Let's just be real about that. That's the first thing that we have to recognize. And who? And, and where are you more likely to commit crime if you're going to commit crime? Are you more likely to commit crime close to where you live? And this is just bear this out. Right. You know, there's there's no difference really in in the rate of violence. You know what I mean? In in white and black communities. You know what I mean? We're they're killing each other in white communities. They're almost the same. I mean, the same. I mean, think about it. Most crime, actually, the FBI statistics, uh, the database, they have statistics that show, um, you know, whether or like you know people who were killed by a husband or a boyfriend or 
someone that they knew, and then they have a stranger category, and then they have an unknown category. So the unknown category is like something like 5,500 or something. So that leaves like 6,000 uh-huh. semi people, you know what I mean, who were murdered, you know, either by someone they know or a stranger. Well, guess how many people are in the stranger category? Like 1,200. You know what I mean? So wow. that means that almost, that like, you know, over 5,000 people are murdered by somebody that they know. Well, because the, our country is more segregated than it's ever been, and most people murder or commit crimes, you know, close to home, what do you think that means? You're much more likely right. to be murdered right. by somebody who looks like you. Right. You know? But I think you know you know what I think I think black on black crime. Well, hold on. Before I talk, can someone mute whatever that is? I don't know who's listening as well, but it's I'm not listening. I'm not listening to it. My, I'm not listening to anything. William, is that is that your computer? Uh, no, no, I. I mean, there's only yeah, there three of us. Because yeah. that's blog talk. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure, but um, what was I gonna, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say, you know, part of the reason that obviously black on black crime gets highlighted so much is, you know, Raina, I'm sure you already know this, you know, due to the association of criminality with black men. Right. You associate crime with black men, of course, you think. I was going to say, it justifies the incarceration. Yeah, Yeah. it justifies the incarceration of black and brown people. And, um, you know, know, it also is a very popular political tactic, you know, of being, you know, people can be tough on crime while doing actually nothing to reduce crime, you know, except for scare people and lock more folks up. Right. You know, then you know, and and most and and the statistics and the statistics bear this out. We're locking up like record numbers of people who are not involved in violent crime. You know what I mean? Yep. It is all about this association of black and brown people with violence and you know being sort of lesser less than human. You know what I mean? That allows us to incarcerate them at record rates, as though they pose a real danger to society, even though we're yep. just locking them up for, you know, doing drugs or, you know, even, you know, even distributing, you know, I mean, think about it. Most, I mean, most of these black people that they're locking up for distributing drugs, how are they getting the drugs? Do black people own pot farms? Do we own poppy fields? Do we own any of these things? Do we own boats? Do we own planes? No. I mean some, but not not the vast majority. I mean, no, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean I mean on the whole though, and, and none and not okay. and not significantly enough to contribute in any real way to the the sort of uh the entry of drugs into our country. So we're not responsible right. for that. And they're and they're nope. targeting they're targeting low level drug dealers and people who use. Yep. And this is a strategy that is ineffective, and you have to wonder why is this, why do they continue implementing this strategy? Because right. because of, you know, because because of the money that's involved and in the, in the way that you can manipulate the public into getting their votes. 
based on yep. looking you know, like you're tough on crime. Yep. You know, the rapper Immortal Technique had a great line. Probably one of my favorite lines about about this in general. When he said, they treat niggas and sticks like tigers and lions. These little babies, with when they grown, put them behind iron. I'm like, I don't that? know if they even. I don't even know if they even do that cute little baby stuff. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> nope. that that little fourteen year old boy who was choked by a police officer while he was feeding a puppy, of all things, you yep. know, choked until he it's, until yeah. he urinated on himself. You know. You know, for giving a, a menacing look. Yes. yes. <laughs> a menacing look. A menacing, a menacing look while feeding his puppy. Yeah, like, what kind I mean, of I, shitty I, adult are you that you can't handle that? That is a shitty, broken adult. Again, throw him in the cage. You know, I... I yeah, well, see, I, I, I don't even agree that it's a shitty, broken adult, because I think that that's just part... Like, I think that's just how our society is. It's it's this idea that we have that there has to be that you have to exert control. You know what I mean? Particularly if you're male, you have to exert control over those that you perceive as weaker than you. If you're a parent, you have to exert control. You know, and you, I mean, we we you know what we call you know what we call it when we when a child is, is sort of uh, divorced from sort of the common law control of his parents or his, or her parents. We call that emancipation. Right. Isn't that what they yeah, have I remember to do that for uh, Alicia Silverstone. You know what I mean? Like we have to do that for slaves. You know what I mean? Right. So like we have to think about this, like control and power, and and the way that we and, and the language that we use around it is um, it's it's not a pathological thing. It's not like you can just single out people who are like sociopaths or you know assholes. You know what I mean? You can't just yeah. single those people out. It's, it's 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 everyday people. It's people we're friends with. It's people we love, and and yet they still have these ideas that say, oh, I must control you, or oh, I must, um, you know, I must exert power or force or or my will over you, you know. Right. Right. Is it possible? Now, now, oh. hold on, hold on, hold on. Now to tie this, to tie all this back with the original topic, do you? I'm sure. Do you believe that folks who consider themselves, you know, intellectually elite, folks who believe that they are better than folks for simply being more intelligent or perceiving themselves as more intelligent, do you think that these people, these people, are more apt to subscribe to those types of ideas that you were talking about? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Look at, look at, look, okay, I'm not to rehash the whole Dusty thing, okay, <laughs> but Dusty is is a prime example of what is wrong when people are on this intellectual, you know, elitism shit, you know what I mean? I do not like religion. I don't like it. You know, I may not talk about it all day, but if I, but if, but if you ask me to, I can. You know what I mean? Right. About all the reasons why I don't like religion, why I think it hinders progress, you know, and why I think it harms people. But, you know, what I don't do <laughs> is assume that everyone who 
is involved with religion is stupid. There are stupid Christians. There are stupid atheists. You know what I mean? There are stupid. Right. There are people who are involved in science that are not too bright. You know what I mean? There are people. I mean, there's all types of people. Um, but you know, I believe, and I believe this is part of the problem in the atheist skeptical, you know, community, free thinking community, with respect to its position on social justice and why it's dragging its feet on dealing with issues of social justice. They, I believe, that many of them sincerely think that these people are not worth their help. And I say these people, and I mean people who are black and brown and poor and uneducated and, you know, um, lacking living wage jobs. I think that a lot of them believe that these people are not worth helping and that these people are um, are a lost cause. You know, there's a, lo- there's a very um, libertarian streak in these circles. And, um, you know, libertarians tend to be, you know, rather selfish individuals who don't believe right. in social safety nets and um uh-huh. and sort of, you know, communal sort of help, you know, um they're out for self and um they think they they believe in the sort of the social Darwinist, you know, idea of, you know, the survival of the fittest. You know, and I say you know social Darwinism because there's a difference between social Darwinism and Darwinism. Um, you know, but I do believe that that is the the thread. This the intellectual elitism is that thread that connects to this apathy that we see in the community. I mean, today we have a a, a statement from American Humanists you know, um, that, you know, talks about the Trayvon Martin case and why, as humanists, we should care. And the reason that we should care as humanists is because Trayvon Martin was a human being and he was hunted because he was black and he was a child and he, and he, was, he was perceived as not belonging in that space. And that is why he was hunted. And that is why I respect American humanists for putting out that statement. And yet there's silence throughout much of the rest of the free thought community regarding Trayvon Martin, although there are some people who have said things like Greta Christina, the skeptics, um, and, and a handful of others. I'm sure there are a couple more people in the free thought blogs network who have said something. But that's, Greta's, that's I encourage I everyone to, to read Greta's. I'm gonna say I encourage everyone to read Greta's because her 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 I actually I enjoyed hers very much, especially the yes. end part. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and you know I'm I'm sure there and and I'm sure there are other you know bloggers out there um in, on free thought blogs, um you know check in with you know black skeptics check in with Gradient Lair, you know there are numerous articles I think um Emmeline. You know, um, one of our colleagues, um, she wrote yeah, she uh, guest blogged yeah, blog on Diminutive Divas um, blog on WordPress. Um, so, you know, there's some really great things that are being written out there by, you know, atheist skeptics and humanists who care about social justice issues. But the right. community as a whole has been very slow. Um, and not even slow, not just slow, but a lot of them are just, like, clearly just, Obstinate, you know what I mean? Like they have no 
nothing. They have no desire whatsoever to even entertain, you know, discussing, you know, any any matters of social justice. They think that by shouting, we're all Africans, that somehow it, it you know, just, uh, you know, gets rid of all of these distinctions of class and race and sex and, you know, um, gender and ableism right. and all of these other things that yep. um that limit opportunity and um and and um and, and also the um I, I can't even I can't even think right now. It's just it, it angers <laughs> me when I think about it <laughs> because it's 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 disappointing that a group of people who um, thinks of itself as so intelligent is um, unwilling to use any of that to better uh, their country or the conditions of their fellow human beings. So, agreed, hundred. And I think that is the, and I think that is the epitome of intellectual elitism and um, just out and out snobbery. You know, I think whoa, that's whoa, whoa. as bad as Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Backtrack. So we're going to use that word tonight. <laughs> hey, I'm using it. I'm I'm labeling the community snob, snob, just, because just, they just, refuse. Just, okay, just, just putting that out there. I didn't say I'm it. just letting you know. I'm just letting you know, if you have a let them eat cake mentality about your fellow human beings, you are a snob. And you need to get over yourself. And you need to get some empathy in your life. Agreed, agreed. Well, all right, Raina. Uh, we're about to, we have about four minutes left, so we need to get ready Thanks, to start Marcus. wrapping it up. No problem. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. And that was Raina Rhodes, host of the RSS feed every other Saturday. Like I said, like uh, Father Teresa said, go back and check the archives. I guess I was a guest on her show this past Saturday on the show on the on the topic uh what is ratchet. So make sure you go back, check the archives for that. Raina and Mario also had a show on Sunday, uh where they spoke about whether society was going back forwards or backwards. Um we we had a show this past Monday on the Trayvon Martin case. So make sure you go back in the archives and check all of that. And um, make sure you go on Facebook. You can like our new Facebook page, The Breakbeat, where we provide lots of memes, photos, articles, dope music, questionnaires, and just thoughts that, you know, we feel are important to share and put out there in the world. Because in, in order to avoid being, you know, an intellectual elitist, which is one thing we, we definitely are not here at BFG Radio, we we want to share the information and we want to make sure that you all can um you all can can learn the same stuff that we learn and you guys can under, can can um understand the same ideas that we have and that you all can also continue to spread the same information and you can you can hopefully educate and inform people as we try to do here so, um, yo, William, you got anything else to say? Still here? <laughs> uh, 
Okay, maybe probably accidentally muted himself again. But um, in in about two, you know, our next show will be in uh, approximately two weeks. Um, it'll it'll be um, we haven't completely decided on a show concept just yet. Um, but if you look out for our Facebook page and whatnot, you know, we'll definitely announce that. You know, feel free to hit me up on Twitter or on Facebook. Come on Twitter at, at uh, MC underscore Brooks. Hit Father Teresa up at the Father Teresa on Twitter or holler at both of us on Facebook. You can definitely reach us here. And like I said, every Wednesday, you can ca- every other Wednesday you can catch us here. This Friday, Mario and M, otherwise known as M and Evil, will will be having a show on polyamory, and that's definitely going to be a very educational show, and you know it's definitely going to be great. So we always we always want to encourage you to think outside the box and open your mind up to some new concepts. Although keep in mind, free thought does not mean all ideas are worth considering. So. Um, with that being said, only have about 20 seconds left in the show. I'd like to thank all of you for coming out, for listening in. Uh, make sure you check this in the archives. You can check us on Stitcher and iTunes. And um, this is MC Brooks and Father Teresa signing out. Hope you guys have a wonderful evening and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. All right, peace. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.